When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, yeah, what do you want? Beak or jaws, feathers or fur, sharp teeth or feet with claws, whatever's preferred. They'll grant you all last requests to steady your nerves, then podcast the body parts, get severed and served. Bring your weak shit where the wolf and owler. That ain't just a mistake, that's an awful howler. Both of them are known to pull up at your shows, have the crowd witnessing the murder like they rolled in with a gang of crows. Fuck their censorship, let them see the whole thing. They stay dressed to kill, never sheep's clothing. Dark enough to turn the sun to the moon, you'll see nothing. All you hear's a huff a puff and a Expect killings, red spilling and flesh ripping Impressive in it, the death bringing his head spinning Just kidding, every word in his song's about two grown men Dressed up as a bird and a dog Okay, welcome to The Wolf and Owl uh, We've yeah. had a bit of dramas We've had a bit of dramas There's a couple of dramas One, the, the, the Wi-Fi where I am is not very good So we're going to try our best And two, I seem to have set up some sort of Basically, I, I can I know what's happened. What's happened? Uh, I tried to set up a funny background for this. Oh, mate! Zoom, you do, mate, <laughs> mate, 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 bro, 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 bro. You've got to fucking own where you're at. You you are in what looks like you you you're like in the like larder or sort of like a. It's the laundry room. The laundry I'm in the room. Laundry room. Yeah, I'm obsessed with that green hat. You have to put that on at some point during the okay, podcast. Okay, well, I put it on. Put it on now. Oh my god! Oh, I love the thought of you tearing up. <laughs> you look like a really bad character act from Edinburgh. It's like somebody. Like, I've I've turned up like a real a real Kino for an audition. So I thought he'd be I thought he'd be like um, a bit wacky, and he's sort of like he's sort of peacocking. So I thought I'd, I'd wear this hat. And he's Irish, right? He's definitely Irish. Yeah, yeah but stereotypically Irish. He's, he's Irish in an offensive way. <laughs> Uh, for people listening, I am currently, I've currently got an alpine background being projected onto my chest or attempted to, and I'm wearing a green trilby. That actually, the green trilby would have gone with the alpine back, back in mm. if you had some long socks on as well and some little lederhosen. Yeah, this, is, this is going badly so far. I, 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 think this, I, I think we're already in the running for maybe the worst episode of The Wolf. Now, I'm stood up <laughs> because I'm stood up. Look, I'm like a, I look like a fucking Falaraki DJ. <laughs> This is mental. I like the fact that you've gone out on holiday and you're earning a little bit of extra crust just doing sort of wacky sort of like, essentially going to caravan parks and doing like sort of a yeah, quiz I, I stroke said, DJ set. I, I said to Flo, look, why don't I just make some money while I'm out here? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> how are you, Tom? I'm good, boy. How is how sweet Portugal? How, how is, how is, yeah, it's uh, very good. Very yeah. good. Oh, yeah, no, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Any, Although uh, I, I don't think the weather's been as good here as it has been there. Yeah, but we, it's it's just turned a corner today. Like it's been hot out there, right? Yeah, it's been it's been so hot. Oh, really? It's been like yeah, complainably hot. We just we're just not oh, ready right. for it in this country, are we? No. How do you do? What do you normally wear when it's really hot? Just pants. What around the house? You just yeah, around pants? the house. I'm just in a pair of underpants. I just sort of um, nice underpants. I um, am going to admit something to you. Go on. No. So I do sort of walk around the house in my pants quite yeah. a bit. 
And sometimes I just sort of look at myself in profile to see if like, it, not, not for my body, basically to see, uh, just to see if the pouch looks sort of like, uh, do you know what I mean? Like, what, like, it's make, sure isn't it? make sure your penis looks like it's sort of filling out your pants. Yeah, basically. And so sometimes I'll really It's the only part sort of... of your clothing that you don't want to have a little bit of loose bagginess around. <laughs> There's nothing worse than the saggy fucking pouch, is there? <laughs> have you ever borrowed, borrowed a friend's pants? Yeah. Have you ever borrowed a friend's pants? Uh, no, I don't think I have. What, not even back in the day when like, you'd have a sort of, sort of stay over at someone's house? No, 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 I, don't think, I don't think I have, nor do I think I ever would. Really? I, 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 like you're, you're, well, you're not even allowed to return pants if you've tried them on, are you? If it's so, different, if, if you came to stay at my house and then, like, basically you crashed here, the next morning you, you had some breakfast when I'm going to go for a shower and then you sort of, like, sort of scurried down and you said, oh, um, oh fucking hell, Tom, um, I haven't brought any spare underpants with me. I'd say fucking borrow a pair of mine for sure, mate. Mm. And I'd be, and I'd give you, yeah, one of my premium pairs of underpants. Uh, um, well, that, that's the honest like, and I'd expect the same in return if I went to yours. Yeah, but if I if I lent you a pair of my pants, they they're now your pants. I don't I don't want them returned. No, no, well, no. If they're a premium pair of pants, right? If they're a top shelfers, right? A lovely pair of pants. I would mm. I'd have them dry cleaned, washed, and then I'd bring them back. Dry cleaned. <laughs> yeah, I'd have them properly like cleaned. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that they were lovely and sort of fresh and new. No, and you'd wash them as well. Dry clean isn't proper cleaning, is it? I think it is, isn't it? No, I don't think it is. I think they just sort of... I don't know, what is the process? What is the point of dry cleaning, then? Well, it's... Well, it's, fucking... it's it, it, no, no, but, uh, look, I don't think it's as thorough as going through the laundry. Can I just say, by the way, I put a top into a dry cleaners the other day, right? Mm. Um, nice top, lovely, had a tiny little stain down it. Sent it to dry cleaning. You'd think that I was sending it away to space, Right. The, the way they got the complex, and it, it was a week I had to wait for this top to come back. It comes back, the stain's still there. Right? I said, well, the stain's still on this. And he said to me, oh, is that what you want? Uh, did you want it to get, you know, to get rid of that? I said, well, of course, that's what I wanted. Like, that's what I thought dry cleaning did. I thought it got rid of the stubborn stains. And he was like, no, no, no. Yeah. So now that I know that it doesn't even wash, what's the point? Essentially, I just sent my jumper away for a holiday for a week. I was just like, go on, mate, have a week <laughs> off. I'll rely on some of the other fucking clothing I have. Just a jumper that just fucking slipped off and just fucking had a week in someone else's cupboard. I know. Well, they often send stuff back. What I don't understand is that, so basically, when I did League of Their Own, I was wearing a white jacket. I remember it, nice. Yeah, and um, basically, it got it got dirty. Yeah. As a result of uh, doing League of Their Own, some, some guys thought it'd be funny to sort of stain it up and that, and we sent it to the dry cleaners, and it came back, and it still had all the stains on. And what I want to know is, do you know, do you remember when you used to, do you know when you used to um, get your photos developed? I mean, you'd actually get them physically developed. Yeah, and yeah, you'd, yeah. Like, you'd go and pick up the little pouch with the photos on. And then yeah, yeah. every now and again, there'd be a photo with like some red eyes on it. Like the, yeah. the eyes would be red or the thing would be out of focus. And there'd be a little sticker on it saying, this is why this photo went wrong. Okay. Yeah, this is what yeah. you need to do in future or whatever. What I want to know is why didn't the, when the dry cleaner, when they put the jacket into the, into the packaging to send back the polythene, whatever. They knew that they hadn't cleaned the jacket, right? Because the, ja the jacket was unwearable still, right? I'll say yeah. unwearable. It's wearable. I mean, I'm coming Yeah, but it's not, it's not, privilege. you couldn't wear it out like. No, out, if you it, wore it out, no, to, people go, well, people go, there's a stain on your jacket. I can't think of any more imaginative way of saying it. But, but the point is, why wasn't there a label going, we tried, but we couldn't do it? 
Yeah, but what is the point? It's, do you know what? It, it, like you've, you've basically opened a Pandora's box of the biggest racket that's going in internationally now. No, but they do. Hold on, but they do do. So, they do do a good job. I don't. I don't want. But to what, make what do they do? What do they do? Well, sometimes they clean stuff, don't they? Well, sometimes they clean. That's all right. I tell you what. Right, you took your get. You took your car to the garage a hundred times. If they only fixed it fucking eighty, the other twenty times it was still fucked when they gave it back. You wouldn't just go. Oh, fair enough. They can't like. Like, like, genuinely, I look at it now, I, I don't think I will ever use a dry cleaners again. And I can, oh, my God. quote me on that. And, like, do you know what I mean? Actually, I, by the way, I love my dry cleaner as a person. Well, that's like the same. If, if there's dry cleaners out there, happily go for a pint with him. Yeah. But I'm not taking my clothes in. Okay, here we go. Dry cleaning is very similar. I've Googled this, by the way. Go, go. Um, dry cleaning is very similar to regular home laundry, but a liquid solvent is used to clean your clothes instead of water and detergent. The solvent contains little or no water, hence the term dry cleaning. Dry cleaners use very large and technically advanced computer-controlled dry cleaning machine. This sounds like something that's written by a dry cleaner. So it uses a solvent. There you go. So they like they they sort of give it a massage with like a, a sort of a cleaning towel. Basically, they just it's like they, they essentially use like Daz or whatever it is on it, like we do. It's just that they fucking charge the earth for it. No, but it they don't use week. water. They don't use water. Sometimes with dads, you don't use water or whatever. There, there is a spray. What are you, you talking can about? Just, you, I can't remember. Oh, what the one. Hold, no, no, you're talking about freshening it. That's not clean. You're not. No, no, there's one that you can spray on you're the not, stain. You're not, no, no, no. Yeah, but you're not. Please tell me that you're not just spraying a fucking garment and re-wearing it as if you've washed it. <laughs> what, like a fucking deodorant Like wash? a Febreze. Like a Febreze. <laughs> of course I'm fucking not. Jesus Christ. At 43. <laughs> oh, that's nice and clean. Ah. What's that? What's that? What have you got? What's that in the corner of your kitchen? Oh, that's a washing machine <laughs> mug. I've just got one of these. Just a bottle of Febreze that I take everywhere uh, with me. Cat, it's that time of the year again. We've got to put some of the stuff in the wash. <laughs> um, so t- tell me this. Hit me. Pants, you're washing every day, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. 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 Socks, you're washing every day. Yeah. Okay. T shirts? Pretty much every day, yeah. Pretty much. And Yeah, but no, look, if there's a situation where. I put on a T-shirt for a... If I pop in and I've got, like, a meeting or a gig or I'm on stage for, like, an hour and a half or whatever, mm. or I, I take a T-shirt, I wear it, and then I change into something on stage, so I put a T-shirt on for the gig, mm. and then slip and so yeah, I'll wear it again. But apart from that, just because the ozone... Yeah, if you wore it for a couple of hours, that T-shirt's all right, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. You spritz out with a little bit of Febreze and a bit of deodorant. Yeah, it's good, it's good yeah. To- you, can get, you can get nine or ten wears out of that. Spray a little bit of uh, jupe uh, and you're fucking fine, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Get a bit of that fucking Sauvage on there (laughs) and you're good to go. Um, Okay, what about um, jeans? I don't, you know what? I haven't worn jeans. Genuinely, I'm, 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 I've become a chino or a trousers sort of guy. Okay, so chinos or trousers? Uh, I reckon five wears, unless unless you get really, really sweaty. Do you know some people don't ever wash their jeans? What? Yeah, cowboys maybe, but. Not no, 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 legit. No, it's supposed to be a thing where you don't wash your jeans. You put them in the freezer. What? In the f- why? Uh, I'm not telling you. This is not what I do. I'm just telling you what is done. The thing about it, right, some all of this thing, it, it, that can't be clean. No. You, if, like, you, if, you've pissed, if you've pissed into your jeans, you put them in the freezer. You need to put them in some dairy lee. <laughs> 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 I'm just going to put this in between dairy and the arse pebble. <laughs> Mate, there's no. I can tell you now. I've known when it's time to wash my 
any sort of trousers, jeans, trousers, because of the smell. I've worn a pair of jeans. Oh, and my gone, oh, God. Mate. Why would you say that on the podcast? Because <laughs> I'm honest on the podcast. There's been times where I've sat on the, like, a train and I've smelt something and I thought, oh, fuck, these jeans, this is one too That's, many. Is that where your, your, your nose is too close to your crotch? Like you sat down <laughs> and you saw that, that sort of... That sort of dry, pissy smell. <laughs> Whenever I get on the train or I get in a car and I practice the brace move just in case there's a crash. <laughs> and then you, you open your jeans up and the little fluff of material is looking all yellow and sorry for itself. And you think, oh, no. It's like, it's like a soldier that you sent out for one mission too many. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go again, but I don't think I'm fully up to it. I won't be 100%. You can do it, soldier. You could do it, Jim. I sometimes you can even feel the dirt, like you feel that they're a little oh bit more. Oh my god, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> no, when they've got that sort of stale, sort of hard feel to them, oh, fucking because you don't wear the same jeans five days in a row, do you? Actually, sometimes I do. Do you really? Well, I don't wear them five times in a row, but like I like I find jeans very difficult to you sort of it's difficult to get the right fit, it's difficult to get the right color yeah, or whatever. Yeah, 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 and so, yeah. like, it's a big, it's a big thing, jeans, I think. And then what happens is I go through phases of liking a certain fit of jeans. Right. So then, oh, my God, is this the most boring thing I've ever said? But anyway, the <laughs> fucking hell. I thought I'd have more energy stood up. If anything, <laughs> I'd become even duller. Uh, the point is, is that um, I sort of get into a certain style yeah, of jean, yeah. and then I think I just, I just want to wear those. And then, like, and then I'll move on to a different one. You still, are you still busting a skinny jean? or No. Um, no. We both flirted with Skinny Jean for a while. Yeah, we did. I mean, you flirted with it much more than I did. <laughs> I think I was married I, to I, the. I would, fl- say, I, I, I would <laughs> say you were dancing a lot of the time. I saw you. I'd say you were skirting on the edge of, edge of jeggings. <laughs> I, I had a pair of jeggings. I, I'm not even going to fucking shit this. I had a pair of jeggings, man. Did you? I, yeah. Yeah, I had a sweet, sweet pair of jeggings. So what? So talk me through jeggings. Are they sort of elasticated? Elastic. <laughs> God, elasticated jeans, aren't they? That are so tight. Um, with a, I had drawstring once. Right. Yeah, it's sort of like a mix of a jean, a legging, and a tracksuit bottom. These were. How comfortable? To be fair, they were pretty comfortable. I, you know what? As soon as that, um, you know, the sort of meme of the dog standing up with the really skinny legs. Mm. After that, it's been sent to me about 400 times. Uh, uh, Tom, I've been sent that so many times. I was just like, you know what? This disco's over. This dance party's over. Um, you know, I genuinely threw out all of my skin. Any, anything, anything that was even remotely skinny, I just was like, I can't, you know. Which my, I- my, problem with, my problem with skinny jeans is I'd buy a pair of skinny jeans, I'd wear them, and I'd feel like, okay, these look pretty good. They're just about getting away with this. Although I would say people with our bodies... Do not suit a skinny jean no, because, no. like, uh, like because I, I would say, you know, when people talk about the V shape, the V yeah. shape is supposed to be at the chest going down to your waist. My yeah. V shape, it, it's not even, it's not a V shape. There's no, there's no fade. My body is not faded properly. It's like I've, my body has gone to a really shit barbers where it's just like body, 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 skinny leg, skinny leg, just like it fucking just goes in, man. Like it, It's like a funnel from a GCSE no, you know, you, you, if, question. If it was Which like, one is going to empty first? You've essentially got curtains, your body's curtains, like if it was a haircut. Same as mine, mine's the same. It's like I've got such skinny legs. It's like, what was I ever yeah. thinking? Also, you know that thing that like, I sometimes think about it, I sometimes think, I wish a friend had just pulled me aside and gone, you shouldn't wear skinny jeans. I oh, know. Like and, and but but to that end, I don't. I can't genuinely think of a time that any of my friends went. Oh my god, you look really good today. 
when I'm photo with a pair no, of really skinny jeans. No, the only person that ever says that to me is you. And that's, that's skinny jeans regardless. And and you say it so much that I think you're doing it just to bring me down. No, just every time I'm wearing you, a shit outfit, if you don't want to carry on wearing that. No, you, you look trippy, but like League of the Rainbow, I've got to say, I thought that the outfit you wore on that was fucking banging. And you're looking good, man. You look, you, you look, even though you're actually carrying on off the green hat today with the snakeskin sort of band. Yeah, thanks, man. Thank you very much. That's just like an assortment of, are they all your family's hats? Is that? No, they're, they're, it's, I, I don't even think this is, I don't think this is a good idea that I'm wearing this because we're renting this villa off somebody. <laughs> this is the hat that I'm wearing. How is Portugal? What, what's the score out of Portugal? What's the vibe? Well, uh, very, very chilled, very chilled. It's not actually that busy out here. Really? Yeah, I think I think they might. I don't think they're struggling. I think struggling is an exaggeration, but um, it's definitely not as busy as it has been in past years. Are you? Have you met up with any of um, your friends? Here we go. Little smirk. Little smirk <laughs> plays across the lips. Have you met up with any of your friends? Huh? That's a... uh, no, I haven't. No. Have but it, beef's coming around later. I'm do, I'm seeing. I'm doing beef's podcast next week. What? Yeah. Wednesday. What podcast? He's got a podcast now. Then next Wednesday, chatting about golf. What, what's the podcast? Oh, chatting about golf. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's why he's not, that's why he's not asked me today. Well, what's going on with your golf? Are you, are you playing anymore? Are you going to play when you're out there? Or I've not played for a long time. I, I think I might be out of the game. Even having spent. I love the way that you say I might be out of the game, like you're David Beckham when you re- retired from football. You're like. You, I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry. I haven't played in any international tournaments like you have, mate. No, no but like, I'm just saying, you're out of the game. But you, from what I know of your golfing prowess, you had two lessons and nine holes. It's not like like John Snow's going to pop up on the news going, and today golf lost one of its finest yeah. players. Yeah. <laughs> Excited by the number of Asian-looking players that are on the on the circuit, Romesh Ranganathan picked up. Romesh Ranganathan spunked a load of money on a set of golf clubs. Um, needlessly. I, I reckon I'm the only golfer in the game that's never actually played a course. I, I'm yet to play 18 holes of golf. Did you play nine? And, and when I say I'm yet to play 18 holes of golf, I'm yet to play 18 holes of golf aggregate. I'm not talking about in one go. <laughs> You've got all the clothes. <laughs> You're literally... I've got busy. so many... I've got so many golf clothes. I've got a fucking... Set of immaculate clubs. <laughs> you, you know what you, you'll become? You'll become? You'll become one of those guys when people come around to your house, you'll be like, oh, do you play golf? Because you, your clubs will be nice. And you're like, yeah, yeah, I'll get out of again. I'll get out again. It's like, you, you, at least it's a conversation starter, right? I, I, I take a full set of golf clubs to the golf course. I say I take. <laughs> I, I was. And then I fucking go to the driving range. Miss fifty percent of the balls I'm swinging at. <laughs> You're literally as well the busiest person. Like between oh like yeah, it's a hobby that you can't just take up and just go. Oh yeah, it's fine. I'm just gonna yeah. I'll, I'll I, I'm amazed. I'm amazed that you're able to do it as much as you do. Like it's incredible to me. Because uh, tell me, a golf course, uh, like a round of golf. How long are we talking? Four hours. Oh, four hours. But I only play nine holes at the moment. I'm playing not a lot of nine. Hours. But if I'm honest with you, at the moment. I'm, I am in that situation where I'm like, I won't be able to get out of that much. And I, I might when, when we're filming, like, but at the moment I'm like, it's crazy. Like last week I gigged four times 
this week, same again. And it's like the then, and then obviously working full time, you work essentially working a full time job writing, then to turn around to Catherine and go, Oh, I'm just going to pop up the weekend <laughs> for five hours. So if I get yeah. like a little a morning where I can pop out, I quite like when it's been nice weather, it's been nice going out about 7 a.m. or going out in a mm. late evening. But, um, and it's good for your mental health, I think, to get out. And I just, yeah. I just smashed the, the hardest workout this morning that I've done in a long time. Really? Yeah. I went to the I went to the gym yesterday. I've been going to the gym out here. Love, I love that. Yeah, and um, I was doing bench press, and basically, I can't believe I how far we've come on this podcast that we're just having this conversation now. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing how the war finale has transformed us, isn't it? I mean, people talk to us about how it's you know how it's affected them, but let's talk about where we're at. <laughs> chatting about golf, talking about me doing a bench press, you talking about doing the hardest work you've ever what done. I love if, if you go into the gyms, anything like your golf, a single bench press would be my favourite thing. You getting geared up, chalking up your hands, walking around the People bench. Do just that, though, it up. People do that, that one rep, one rep max. They just stack it up and do one rep and then they're done. Yeah, that's, that, that, that's for big dogs. That's not for us. Mm. I find the gym quite intimidating, but what's more intimidating is going to a new gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's terrifying. And Especially the in the foreign country that, as well. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. But like the, the gym I'm going to is full of lo- loads of really rich English people who just look no, obviously, absolutely obviously. Swag- No, but they're absolutely swagged out. Do you know what I mean? Like incredible gear. And I just go in an old T-shirt and tracky bottoms, right? So I'm, I've, I've not really got gym gear um, as yet. Uh, the opposite to my golf read. I go to the gym all the time. I haven't bought any stuff for the gym. <laughs> I've barely played golf once. <laughs> Got a whole I've, got everything you, to it. I've got everything you could possibly need to play golf. But um, I was doing bench press and they didn't have the proper bench, right? They had like they had like the movable clips. Yeah, Do you know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah. Where you put them up and down. Yeah. So I set the bench up. I took ages. Yeah. Set the bench up. And as I pushed the thing, the, the bar up, my shoulder fucking just went. Whoa, what? Too like, much weight? But janky. Too much weight? I don't know. I don't know. It just felt like it felt like too much weight, but it wasn't too much weight. It yeah. was like what I regularly do, right? So I pushed it. I was like, "Fucking hell!" Maybe Portuguese scales are different or something like that. Anyway, I, 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 um, I, I did like I did a set, and then I put the thing down. I was like, "Fucking hell!" That really messed me up, right? Did you? And then just, did you came, sit up or lie lie back and feel bad? I lay back for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. to be honest with you, I, I, I find I find behaviour in between sets. Oh man. The, the, the etiquette yeah. of what you do in between sets, really hard to deal with. Do you know what I mean? yeah. Just sort of like walking around in circles, stretching your arms, just sort of... Head down, looking, looking at, at the, the wind, phone. Trying to look out the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of that. I find that really hard. Because you're, you're supposed to wait like two minutes, right? Is yeah, that yeah. right? Like yeah, a couple yeah, of minutes here. Yeah. yeah, I think a couple of minutes is the thing. So anyway, a bloke came over and pointed out to me that the clips were basically like my eyes. One of them was three things lower than the other one. Oh, no. I basically been lifting it on a wonk. <laughs> it was so embarrassing, man. And then I just sort of did that thing where, you know when you're caught out doing something embarrassing, I just sort of went, ha, 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 can't get anything, right? <laughs> and he just looked at me like, I just wanted to did tell you. you uh, did you leave the bench after that, or did you have a, another another bite at it? No, he didn't trust me to sort it out myself, no. so he actually straight And then you, even me. though your shoulder hurts, you've got to do another couple of reps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to, I had to do another couple of sets, and then I finished, and then walked out holding my arm. So I, I wanted to sort of signal to people that the reason I was leaving was because I'd acquired a gym injury. So yeah, I just yeah. was like, 
like rotating my shoulder like this. That's the, the, the two that that's why the shoulder and the leg are the best because if you because then you can do that real sort of like pullback of the sort of leg like you really like you know where you're oh, yeah, the sort of stretching the, out your quads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's <sighs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just make eye contact with a couple of people so you know that as soon as you walk out, those people go, Why has he left? He's only been here for five, ten minutes. Like he's injured, he's stretching. He's quite badly, quite badly. I find it so difficult, like the, the, that vibe at the gym. There's certain machines and st- certain things that I, I'll just swerve because I don't want to get them wrong. Like, like genuinely, like the bench, bench press. Yeah. I constantly have a phobia of thinking that I'm just going to be caught underneath it and like loads of people, like I'm going to bite off more than I can chew. I, can chew. Mm. I don't even know what I'd be able to bench now. I don't even know. Like, Mate, you're, you're an absolute shy horse. I imagine you've got some strength <laughs> in you. I, I've, I've been going with my brother and um, having a spotter makes a big difference. Yeah, you know I mean? oh, mate, you need a spotter. Yeah. You need a spotter. So, I haven't got a spotter in my life oh, at the moment. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what I need. I need a good spotter. Yeah. I need, and also, but you need a spotter who's gonna who's around about the same sort of strength as you are, right? Yes. Because the most indignifying thing is if you are spotting with someone and then they're they're bench prep benching loads, and then every time you they have to take off half of what they're benching for mm. you to then bench. Well, the, you need to. The, the, the biggest problem we've got in our uh, gym relationship is that my brother wants it more than I do. And what I mean by wants it is like, you know, you know, whenever you read about weightlifting, you're supposed to go intense, aren't you? You're supposed to go big and yeah. you're supposed to really push yourself. I don't have that in me. So as soon as it gets difficult, I go, that's me done. Whereas my brother... Are you are you joking? No. Like, my, 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 my brother... You've got to push yourself. No. My, well, I, I know. I know. I'm trying. But my tolerance for pushing... No, you, you look great. You, yeah, but also I think you're being hard on yourself, bro. You, you clearly are. You're, you can see on your shoulders, they're more defined, they're more, they're, they're more pronounced, right? Right. Yeah. Go on. You you can see that you're, well, you're clearly you pushing right, yourself. Right there. Obviously, without you started off talking about my shoulders. If you had, no, no, if, but you, you know, have quite sloppy shoulders. As if you're moving on to something else, but then you realise you've run out of gear. <laughs> no, no, no. What's no? What I'm saying is, there the things I could no, because your shoulders used to be quite slopey, like quite sort of. No, they used to be no. Your shoulders used to always look like you were at a festival and they'd, they'd run out of beer and you'd be the first person in the queue to find out. Like, you'd just let out a big sigh. Now they kind of look. You fucking... You can see the definition just through that T-shirt, boy. Yeah, thanks, man. Um, you know what? You've actually... I'll tell you what, who your shoulders are a bit like. Raheem Sterling's. Well, we've got very similar running style, so that makes sense. What? what are, do, you, do, you know, do you know what... Do you, He's got great shoulders. Look, look. But look, my posture's bad. Can you see? Like, my head looks like it's coming out the front of my body like a, tur- like a ninja turtle. <laughs> whenever, whenever, whenever I get sent a photo of me on stage, I fucking hate it. I just got sent a load of photos from the special. I hate it, man. I look like... Honestly, it's just mad. And then so I, I was so worried about my posture. I bought one of those... Um, I don't know. If, I think I probably Oh, no. What? <laughs> no, you haven't told me. You haven't told me. You did buy one of those, did you? You've essentially had your pants pulled down by snake oil. That it, is snake, it is snake oil. It calls it snake oil. Mm. Like stretching, man. Stretching. And also, like we sit so much of the time, you just want to be like that. Yeah. You want to just be like, sit, back straight, engorge, engage your core. Yeah. Just, yeah, bring your head back. Engage your core. Engor- what do you want to engorge there? You said engorge. <laughs> what do you need to engorge? Engage your core. Like that. And then just, yeah. yeah. But that's what I mean. I bought the straps and then, so I was wearing the straps up. <laughs> Oh, what a little pair you know, of braces! Like, you know, you put the braces on it, and they just push your shoulders back like that. Yeah? yeah, yeah, yeah. So I bought that, and then I was wearing it around like every day underneath my t- <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no, like, like a bra. Like a bra. 
I was wearing it like a bra, and then I read somewhere that actually it makes it worse because <laughs> I just got, I just got this vision of you getting home and going, oh, I've been waiting to get this off all day. <laughs> Oh, you could actually hear them drop there, couldn't you? You actually actually heard the flesh lollop out of the strap. (laughs) Big sweaty strap marks. Just just loose with the kids going, why have you got griddle marks across your back? (laughs) Oh, don't worry, Dad's been working on his posture. (laughs) Oh, God. Right, should we do some emails? Let's do it, Jay. Let's do it, brother. Because you've got a, you've got. A, I, say, I was about to say you've got a go short as if this is your fault, but what's happened is I delayed the start of the podcast by about half an hour through my ineptitude. Um, Where's the rest of the family at the moment? Or are they just chilling? They're having well, they're having breakfast, I believe. Oh, nice boy. When we're on holiday, they're allowed to have whatever breakfast cereal they want, so they're basically eating cookie crisp and Oreos. Oh, nice. What are you having for your breakfast at the moment? You still healthy? I'm not having breakfast. Really? I don't, I don't really. I've, I've, yeah, I've sort of gone off breakfast as a thing. I love breakfast. You know my new addiction. This is this will change. This is what you should start having. Since you told me about peanut marmite, right? Peanut butter marmite. That on some gluten free bread. Gluten free bread, by the way, is a fucking game changer. It's incredible. Like just, I'm not even gluten free. You've basically just told me the direct opposite of everything I've ever been told about gluten free bread because everybody else says to me it tastes like absolute shit. No, so Catherine gets this one. It's incredible. Fucking next level. Yeah, but it, you it have makes... to get like there are companies that do really good ones, but you have to get like artisanal shit, right? You can't yeah, but this is like gl- genuinely like the, it makes the best toast. Okay, I have that with a bit of pe- peanut butter marmite, right, mm. and some bananas on it. It's another level. Are you buying the marmite peanut butter? Or are you pre mixing? Oh no, no, I'm buying it. I'm buying it. Yeah, yeah. Good. I know that sometimes pre- I like to sometimes I like to add a little bit extra marmite just to give it a bit of wow. Have you had chili marmite yet? Yeah, disappointed. Really, yeah, yeah, I've it. got a jar that I'm just waking, waiting for a special occasion to crack open. What, what, what I would say, look, it tastes great, but there's not enough chilli in it. Oh, really? In fact, Marmite, if you listen to this podcast, I'd love you to do an extra chilli Marmite, please. Could you not put a little bit of sriracha or something into it? Sriracha's not going to give you the kick you need, bro. You need a little bit of like, you need a bit of like devil's jizz or whatever, one of them hardcore ones, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I might have been... you know. If I'm honest with you, I ate so much spicy food last week. I, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm out of the what game. Happened? I'm just out of the game for spice game for a little. The pebbles been absolutely fucking destroyed. I'm out of pebbles. Oh my god! You're out pebble. of pebbles. Yeah, genuinely, I'm my. Fucking... How many pebbles do you have actually? At the moment, my rockery's fucking grown. <laughs> it's like I can't believe this pebble thing's become a movement, man. But Matt, I say movement. We're getting so many messages, but I, I can't believe anybody's entertaining the idea of putting a pebble up their ass. Mate, it's another it's level. Crazy. Yeah, how, have you had serious ring sting? Yeah, change it up, man. Change it up. Just try it once, and it would. Absolutely... Yeah, but you're saying you're. Can we? Sorry, I, look. People don't believe this is real. This is real. Tom does do. This. Do I have to but, send a picture but, of a pebble up my butt? Yeah, I think you do. Yeah, I think I'll you do. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. All right. But this, what I don't, I still don't understand is, is what is the pebble making contact with? Your ass cheeks. The, yeah, the... but if you if you've got a ring stinger, the very definition of that condition. Is your ring right. is stinging? Right. So what benefit does the pebble? Right. So between if you could imagine, are? right? It's it's engaged with your ass cheeks around where your ring is, right? Mm, and then mm, mm. if you get the right sort of pebble, the edge of the pebble, right, is just kissing, just slightly kissing your ring. So that's, so it is making contact. With oh the yeah, ring. a little bit of ring. But you, like I've, I've I've seen loads of people sending pictures, right, 
of different sorts of pebbles. It's probably the most social media engagement I've had in my life of anything. Mm. And like, you know, I've had a rel- relatively successful career, but this is the most engagement of anything I've ever done that I've ever had, right? Mm. Mm. But a lot of people are sending the wrong sort of shape pebbles. How do you mean? Well, it's got to be kind of round. You've got to make sure that it, you're getting just enough. It's got to touch your, your ring, but you don't want to stick it up your ass. That's what I'm saying. No, no. Yeah, because that's what worries me. Is within the hands of an idiot, you could really do yourself a mischief. What, I, what I'm nervous about is somebody puts an ass pebble in, they sit down, it does themselves some serious damage, and then we, suddenly we've got a lawsuit on our hands because we've been telling Well, you know what I'd say as well is when usually when I've got one in, I'm not sitting on my butt. I sit on my side. Oh, my God, that's so tragic. So, <laughs> so, you, so you put the pebble in your ass cheeks and then you just lie on the sofa in the fetal position. No, I'll sort of like lounge on the, on my side. So I'll be, yeah, and I'll switch over. I mean, if I've got a pebble that fucking enables me, but yeah, I don't, I, look, I need to say, I probably should have said this at the start of the pebble gate, right? I don't want to be going down A&E and saying that this is what's happened. Yeah. You know, sure. So you've got to treat the pebble with respect and it'll be your best friend. That's all yeah, I'm saying. I, t- I totally agree. I totally agree. Okay, uh, now before I get into this email, uh, it's from an 11-year-old, so just sort of... Wow, our youngest uh, ever writer. I believe this is the... uh, It might not be our youngest ever writer. It definitely is the youngest ever emailer that we've read out, so um, here we go. Uh, To the Wolf, Al, and Swan. Hi, guys, love your podcast. I've got a bit of a different different question. This is... You're going to lose your mind at this. I'm actually an 11-year-old kid from Australia. Wow. Wow. Like, yeah, literally yeah. from the country furthest away from us, and he's 11. Is that right? Yeah, I think it is, yeah. Isn't New Zealand further? Well, all right, yeah, but I don't, yeah. I mean, if a, if a 10-year-old from New Zealand writes to us, then that'll fucking blow my mind even more. Okay. I feel really bad actually swearing on that. I keep getting people messaging well, me about uh, swearing. Well, I mean, he listens to the podcast, so I assume that. Yeah, I keep, look, I have to apologise to people who, who, by the way, who constantly message me about swearing. That is just how yeah, I talk. I, I really can't, yeah. I... I try very hard to do something about it, but this is just a conversation with Ramesh. I can't self-editing. Trust me, if I start self-editing to stop swearing, the podcast will be a lot slower and a lot more mundane than it already is. Have you had complaints, Tom? Loads, loads. Yeah. Um, how do you think this episode's gone? By the way, bearing in mind that I've been stood up, I've had. Oh, actually, really like your energy standing up. I quite like standing. Yeah. Right? Do you think? Shall I do the next one? Yeah. Stood up as well. Like Let's poli- do this little experiment. You're like a politician. Yeah. We just chat unscripted. That's what we're about. Uh, okay. Um, this is from the 11-year-old. Uh, my problem is that I love running, but my parents seem to get very annoyed and agitated because I run so, so much. We don't have time for anything else. That's all I want to do is run all day, every day. <laughs> my dad actually got me into your podcast, Great Parenting, and I love every episode as it motivates me to run every day. The idea that this podcast motivates you to run every day, I find incredible. And makes me laugh whenever I feel sad. Another problem I have is that I'm extremely skinny, kind of the opposite of you guys now. All right, mate. Uh, and no matter... <laughs> Negging. Negging by an 11-year-old. <laughs> and no matter how much I eat, because of the amount well, of running... What have you done I've a day, never... son? I'll write those fat bear bricks and fucking email. <laughs> yeah. Send an email to the two fat bears. Uh, and... <laughs> Don't worry, Dad. I've got the little dissing that you wanted me to do. Yeah. You say about running, son? Yeah, you make sure to get in there a pair of fat losers. Yeah, got, got round the side of it by saying that I was 11 and from Australia. I knew that would hook them in. And then I called them a pair of fat bastards without them even realising. They probably chuckled about it, sad twats. 
Um, and no matter how much I eat because of the amount of running I do, I never seem to gain weight. Okay, mate, Jesus Christ. I don't lose weight, but I don't gain either. At my age, I should. Any advice about what I should do with my parents and running? Like, should I talk to them or keep running? <laughs> okay. How to keep my weight up? I don't want to be underweight. It would be greatly appreciated. Kind regards, the Smashosaurus. Wow, the Smashosaurus. What a name. Wow. Yeah. Smash- Yo, Smashosaurus. My G. Uh, my 11-year-old G. Well, that sounds a great thing. <laughs> that sounds really... Ironically, I was actually very skinny uh, up until sort of my... I hit sort of probably my mid-teens. I was very, very, very skinny. I was sort of like a big stick, really. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I was sort of... Uh, yeah, I, I sort of feel your pain. And I used to eat and eat and eat and eat and eat. And I, I just used to get taller rather than putting any weight. So I kind of vibe, you know, that kind of thing. I think that's just a part of growing. You know, some, you, people grow in different ways. People, you know, some people put on weight. I mean, now, literally, if I look at a chocolate bar, I seem to put on about a stone. But um, mm. I'd have loved to have done that when I was young. I used to be very conscious about being what was called lanky. I think it was called lofty from the first, like, was, yeah, for a long time. <laughs> Mm. Um, that sounds so it feels so old and also such an 80s 90s diss like yeah. trying try to sort of say I, I to people to, I, when I was at school I used to get called Buster Keaton <laughs> <laughs> trying to like make out that you've been through some real fucking hard times yeah you know so when I was at school um, yeah kids used to call me lofty <laughs> Oh yeah, you know those like you know if you like there's there's podcasts out about it and you know but you get like these really really harrowed like stories and some of them are awful like they're really terrible when you watch them but some of them are like that and it's like the reason that um yeah I became the fighter of the box that I am is um you know, when I was at school uh, my nickname was Lofty so uh, yeah just in this like what the fuck um anyway um I digress um I think if you enjoy running do it man. I think if you get out there and you enjoy just hitting the road and just getting those Ks in and uh, kilometres in, uh, I mean, uh, um, just get out there and do it, bro. Um, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, as an 11-year-old, it's like amazing to hear of someone getting out and actually doing something rather than sitting playing on it. God, I sound old again. Sitting yeah. playing on the, uh, the yeah. Xbox yeah. or the rather PlayStation. That you, rather that than you sitting playing Connect Four or whatever, Jenga. <laughs> get yourself out there. <laughs> Playing with your little <laughs> stick and ball on a string. Get out there and actually get some proper exercise, son. Um, but yeah, I think it, it, yeah, it's good, man. You, you would do what you enjoy in life. What you realise is the older you get, those enjoyments uh, can sometimes um, become oh, lesser. So don't, don't, okay, so don't. Enjoy it, Come smash on, the don't, Smash what it, are you doing? enjoy it, run with a smile on your face, run free and run wild. Um, yeah. uh, and you know, one day it would be my dream uh, for me and Rom if we're ever in Australia. Um, we, yeah, I don't know where in Australia you are, but all three of us just go out for a run. And then, you, yeah, you just sprint off into the distance. And me and Ron, Ron are like, wow, man, that kid is the best runner we've ever seen. So, yeah, keep doing you, bro. Smash the sword. Just so you know, I'm out of that little excursion. I'd love to meet you, but I'm not going for a run with you. What, Tom and Romesh going for a run with an 11 year old? Turning around to both our wives, already fucking, uh, already having to sort of like, we're, we're constantly working. We're like, where, so where are you going for the next two weeks? So it's this 11 year old <laughs> into the podcast. You're just going to go running. Gigs or anything? No, 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 not filming anything. No, just, just, um, yeah. yeah, just taking we're like a 24 hour. Sma- we're calling it, yeah, we're calling it the Smashosaurus tour. 
Oh, really? Like so that. where you play? You're not playing anywhere. Just, just go for a run with an 11 year old. Oh, it'll probably be 12 by the time we get out there. But. Um, anyway, uh, great advice, Tom. Uh, Smashosaurus, uh, I don't think you should be worried about your weight at 11 years old. Um, I, I don't think you should care about that, really. Unless the doctors have told you that there's a health problem. Um, I don't think you need to worry about it. I think you're 11. Do you know what I mean? So, however you look, you look great. So, just keep running, man. It's what makes you happy. Keep doing it. Uh, don't worry about it. Absolutely don't worry about it. I, I, I sort of don't know. I, I don't... I, I find it difficult to get my head around the, the parents getting annoyed that you like running so much. Like, are you doing it randomly? Like, when you're... Do you just run off? Is that what happens? Or are you, like, going, I'm going for I a mean, run? I mean, yeah. Now. I mean, that would be a worry if you're just running off. I mean, I, get, I guess. I guess if you're 11, somebody has to come with you depending on where you live. So I'm assuming that means that your parents are just getting annoyed because they have to come on a run as well, I suppose. But maybe if that is the problem, and by the way, I know I've realised I've made up this problem, maybe ask them to set up some sort of track. That'd be quite good, where you can Where you can run to your heart's content and uh, they're not worried about your safety and you're able to do it as much as you like. Um, yeah, you know, it'd be amazing, wouldn't it, if like in a couple of years' time, like there's just, you know, we're watching the Olympics and this Australian kid run, runs like... And, and wins a gold, and it's him. 13-year-old Australian prodigy. <laughs> so he's inspired by the two fat guys he listens to on a regular basis. <laughs> oh, my dear. What was your biggest fear when you came into the Olympics? That I would turn out like the wolf and owl. And that's what kept me going. Every time I didn't want to do training, I'd look at like a video. Every time them. I slowed down and I felt like, stop running, I'd just put on that podcast and listen to those big, big yeah. sad losers. And it yeah. just made even, me... their, even, their, even their voices sound fat. <laughs> The sound of two men who are actually doing quite okay. well for themselves that sounded a little bit like they'd given up on life really inspired me. Yeah. <laughs> My guy, Smashosaurus. Keep doing you, brother. Yeah, keep doing you, Smashosaurus. Okay. To the wolf and owl. Um, love the podcast. Have howled laughing at every episode. On to the problem. I think this is going to be close to your heart, Tom. Yeah. Uh, my husband and I have just discovered that our favourite restaurant is closing down. Wow. It's one of three restaurants we go to on a regular basis, as our town is very small. There aren't many options outside of greasy pubs. Do you mean greasy spoons? <laughs> greasy pubs. Um, it's an independent Mexican restaurant. We go there a few times a month for great food and cocktails. It's always so busy, so no idea why it shuts it. We've been going for years, and this tragic news has shattered our world. Some of our best date nights have been here, such as when we got engaged in various birthday celebrations. Do you kid... Oh, did, no, it didn't say kids store. Do you wise... <laughs> <laughs> do you what what is wrong with me today do you wise folks have any advice on how to grieve this sudden loss have either of you been in this position before Tommy Davis yeah yeah um JT um can you just play some sort of somber music over this mm. because my heart goes out to these two G's um I, I I feel your pain I feel it immensely through every orifice of my body I feel how sad you must feel right now and how I did not think you were going to say orifice. Broken, you must both feel. Um, my first bit of advice is this: is treasure the last days of this restaurant. Go as much as you can. Um, if that's a weekly visit, just get down there and enjoy it. Just take in all of the fixtures and fittings. Um, you know, hold the staff, talk to the staff, get those memories in your memory bank. Just try everything on the menu. There's probably something on that menu that you've both gone, oh, maybe one day we'll, we'll have, the, like, you know, I don't know, the chocolate and chicken enchiladas or whatever, right? Just do it. Just just go wild and go crazy. It's like that old 
sort of adage of just taking off your shoes and just dancing the night away. Make this Mexican restaurant your dance floor and enjoy every moment. But know this as well. I've been in this situation. I've lost a restaurant close to my heart and I didn't think I'd ever, ever find anything to replace it. You know what? A few short months later, another place opened up and a new relationship was born. And my heart smiled again and my tummy felt full. And that, well, that's the circle of life, friend. Uh, great advice once again from Tommy Davis. Uh, my advice to you is very similar. I think you should throw a massive party at the Mexican restaurant before it closes. Like, like, like a couple of nights before, invite everybody you know, hire out the whole restaurant, get everybody to throw some money at it if money's a, 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 an issue, and just have the fucking time of your life. Just eat everything, order everything. Just go, we'll have the menu times 10. Just get everything, eat, yeah. enjoy yourself, have an incredible tequila night. Tequila the shit out of the night. Yeah, just buy all of the staff tequila. Yeah, give the restaurant a send off like it's a friend who's emigrating. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, properly go for it. Chat to the owners, thank them for what they've done. And you know what? Maybe as the night's coming to an end, the two of them, I don't know how many people own the restaurant, will look across at you having a wonderful time and they'll say to each other, why the fuck are we closing this magic? Or place? you will give them the memory that they need to go on to yeah. whatever they're doing. Yeah, You're complete, that, you, everyone's that's completed. The more, that's the more likely. Yeah. And then you just basically yeah. just get on your phone and you just say, look, can I just borrow the speakers? You link up your phone to it and then just go, thank you for being a friend. Okay. Have we got time for one more email? Let's hit it up we, um, one more. Let's, one, let's, let's ride in. Let's ride in. Dear right. Wolf Allen Swanee, sweet, sweet souls. This is from The Dolphin. Wow. Uh, my name is Jimmy, Jimmy the Dolphin. And first, I'd like to tell you how much I love your podcast. I've had a pretty rough nine months as uh, after uh, uh, starting a quitting, quit drink for a year challenge, I quickly realized I had some mental health problems. I had to deal with my recreational drinking, but I've been masking. Long story short, I'm feeling a lot better after lots of therapy and CBT. It's lovely hearing how open and honest you are about your own issues, and I hope a lot of young people listen and realise that everyone has similar issues and insecurities. If I discovered your podcast earlier, uh, I may not have ended up in such a dark place myself. Well, that's a lovely thing to say. Um, uh, anyway, the, by the way, the question is completely unrelated to everything that's well, been yeah, said. No, no, but it's just totally nice, yeah, isn't it? Big things. Um, anyway, I would like to know what both your opinions are on the phrase big dick energy. <laughs> Cheers from the top. Um... <laughs> Jimmy so, the Dolphin. Um, yeah, shout out, by the way, um, for everything you've yeah, been man. through, man. Uh, yeah. Big shout out. Because, yeah. Um, yeah, I literally have been, yeah. Been there, Mug G. Big love to you, man. Um, and, yeah, big uh, love. Yeah. Massive love to you, the yeah. Dolphin. Big hug going right around your shoulder, bro. Keep doing you. Um, I'm almost definite that when I first knew Rom, I'm pretty sure, did you have a T-shirt that said Big Dick Energy? No, I did not. <laughs> I'm sure that you did it. You definitely used to use that that phrase quite a lot. No, I have said big dick energy. I have said big dick energy before. Yeah, yeah. I did not have a t- I did not have a t-shirt saying big dick energy. I'm sure I saw you in a, like a white t-shirt with black writing and some skinny jeans, and a pair of Converse. 
busting out, yo. Um, Sounds like something I wore on the one of my early episodes of Mock the Week, to be honest with you. Anyway, go. On. Um, yeah, uh, I, I, yeah. I, you know what? I like the feel. I like the. Oh god, I like the feeling of big dick here. I don't know what's happened to this on this podcast. Um, I like the. Um, <laughs> I don't ever use the phrase if I'm honest with you. I don't, it's not something I, I. I have. I have a bit of a thing. Once something becomes like a massive, massive phrase like that, I just sort of. I try and come up with my. The, yeah, I just yeah. And also, I just think it's a little bit like, because actually, a big dick energy to say like big dick energy is like the worst kind of human being is the person who has like actually like yeah, people yeah. men with big penises and the energy that they bring is not a good thing. It's actually like that is not what it says no. on the tin. It's a real arrogance, you know. So uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't actually. Yeah, I think the phrase is stupid. And doesn't really make any sense. And no offense to Robin no. or your t-shirt, but yeah. Um, okay, well, uh, thank you for your question, Dolphin. And can I just reiterate what Tom said? Uh, sorry you've been going for a hard time. And I'm glad you seem to be making your way out of it, man. That's really good news. And thanks for listening to the podcast. Um, I would like to uh, suggest average dick energy as, as, a, as a better phrase off the back of what Tom said. Do you know what I mean? Because big di- Also, first of all, before we get into this, I'm about to say, I'm about to sort of hypothesize or something. Big dick should not be associated with a positive energy. Okay. If you've got a big dick, congratulations, good for you, and I, and I hope you're using it for good rather than evil. But but I just think that I just... <laughs> this is like, I just... like the most scattergun <laughs> podcast we've done so far. I think <laughs> it's because I stood up. I think it's because I, I stood yeah, up. Yeah, but I'm not. It just feels very delirious. <laughs> it feels like we're both drunk. Oh, yeah. So um, so I just think that those things should be dis- disassociated. I think penis. Dick, whatever that should not be. That should not be what you need in order to have like a a, a mad energy where you think you're, you're all that or whatever. Which I assume is what big dick energy means. But average dick energy, I think that's something that you know I could get on board with. Do you know what I mean? You sort of you, you sort of got an average size dick, and you catch <laughs> you have the appropriate level of energy that goes alongside with that. Yeah, you're not too it's a realistic target for your energy. Yeah, you're a grower, not a shower. And you're just sort of you're out there being a je- you know being a decent bloke. Do you know yeah, what I, mean? I, think, I think that's decent chance. Yeah, you're not walking around like oh fuck, we've got a monster here. Anyway, <laughs> I, I, I regret I, I regret a lot of things that I've said in that answer. But anyway, the longer the short of it is, and long if we're talking about big dick energy, <laughs> is that uh, just I'm not do a you, fan. just do you, just yeah. do you, just do you. Yeah, uh, your dick- okay, Tommy. I was going to say let your dick do the talking, but don't do that either. Um, yeah, yo, don't do that. Don't do you want me to wrap this up? Yeah, please. There was a wise mountain man by the name of Elliot uh, Coulston. Elliot Coulston was always walking up and down mountains, and he'd walk alone. But one gentle day as he was climbing the mountain, a mountain goat came up and walked alongside him. And when Elliot started the conversation, the goat ran into the mountains. And as Elliot climbed a little bit further... The mountain goat came out and he was just in front of the track and Elliot saw him. And Elliot tried to scarp a little bit further up the track to catch him and the mountain goat ran off. And then a little bit further up the track, Elliot was quite a long way up the mountain now and he looked around and he saw the goat was just behind him. And he was like, all right. So he stopped for a little bit and took a little breather and let the goat catch him up. And then the goat ran in front of him and Elliot started walking again. Elliot got to the top of the mountain and he sat there and he took a little moment in and he thought, out of all the mountain climbs, it's the best I've ever done. And a voice came from behind him. And it said, it's because we completed it together. 
And he looked around and the old mountain goat was there. And he said, but we didn't walk together. And the goat said, no, but when you needed something to chase, I gave you something to chase. And when you needed some, a time when you felt like you were beating something, I stood behind and let you feel like you were winning. And at the times when it felt that you needed someone to walk beside you, I was there also. Elliot turns to the goat and strokes his long mane and fiddles with his horns for a bit and turns and says, well, you might just be the best climbing companion I've ever had. And the goat said, I am just a goat. The moral of the story is this. <laughs> In life, <laughs> you don't know where your inspiration is going to come from. Sometimes yeah. when you're trying to climb a mountain within, you might need something to chase. And sometimes you might need something to chase you. And sometimes you might just need your hand being held. Look for support wherever you can, because we all need a goat to help us up our own mountains. Yo. Wow. That's great. Um, guys, we're at the end of the podcast. Can we apologize for the quality drop? I think there has been a quality drop as a result of me standing. And uh, my uh, shout out to you as well for wearing a green hat through the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I think I might get kicked out of the villa for this. Um, can I say... Uh, a big thank you to Lucy the Leopard, who has suggested a song for us to go out on uh, wow. this week. Uh, I also want to apologise to all the small businesses we haven't shouted out yet. We've been getting loads. <laughs> yeah, maybe Joshua Robert just better human beings, really. Like, yeah, do it every I think, week. I think let's, uh, let's start from next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're also going out on Thursdays. You'll know this because this is a Thursday that you're listening to this, yeah. probably. Um, so we're going out on Thursdays. There's because, no big reason. Because Tom, because, because Tom believes that it gives us an extra day, despite... It just still being a week between podcasts. <laughs> no, it's an extra weekday, isn't it, though? It's exact words where it takes the pressure off. <laughs> Doing it once a week, moving from once a week to once a week. <laughs> also, anyway, Lucy I like the, the idea. Let's see how Thursday goes and we might move back to I mean, fucking hell, there's no organisation to any of this. So. No, no. Uh, okay. Lucy the Leopard uh, has said this. Uh, could you play Chesney Hawks, the one and only... Oh whenever you need some self-belief. So, uh, Wolf and Owls, Wolves and Owls, thank you for listening to the podcast. Uh, and, all, uh, and all of you, we're sorry about this episode. Uh, this is Chesney Hawks, the one and only, dedicating this to the Smashosaurus. You are our one and you are our only, Joe. Thank you. Bye-bye. If you have a problem, opinion, feedback, or anything at all, please email us at wolfalpod at gmail.com. That's wolfalpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, mainly because we don't have any content ideas. Thank you.